Okay. Oh, I know, nice oh, and branded shirt. Sorry. I have I have on a not my branded shirt. <laughs> yes. Is this a ER on yours? Funnel hack ER? Yep, good. Mine doesn't. Well, all of my shirts that I wear at home are funnel are click funnel shirts. Because they're all black <laughs> and they're all too big for me. Right? <laughs> yeah, it happens to all of us. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I've been trying not to wear them. So that way, you know, I can be a, a normal person and, I, and not drink the Kool-Aid too deeply. Well, I just, to me, they're a black shirt that I can wreck. They're a black shirt. Insane, I love, I, I like the black. You can't beat the black. Especially the white. Right? Like, especially on a farm with small kids. Right? So how many acres do you guys have? Just under 15. Holy shoot. No, I don't want that. Why? I have, I, I have, I have like two and a half or three, because you have to have a tractor at that point. Only for snow removal. Yeah. And we have like a 1952 Alice Chambers. It's like a year older than my dad. Yeah, but if it breaks, I, I'm not mechanical at all. Like I'm anything but mechanical, so. They had a snowblower here. That's what the lady used to use was the snowblower. Yeah, snowblower would work. No, I've been talking to my wife about possibly moving back out west at some point, and that would require snow. We don't have any snow here, so. Well, not necessarily. Well, maybe we're I mean, talking we, about moving, we, but there is west without snow. <laughs> there is west without snow. There is, but there, where we're gonna move, we probably is going to be snow which is our i don't mind snow a bit but having acreage and snow is it in utah though no it's probably going to be idaho okay southern idaho yeah they don't, so, get, the, they don't get the snow like they used to no they don't um and not the rexburg side like i can't that's too bubbly um i live i boise area yeah they don't get the snow like they used to because my mom grew up in Boise, which is like between mm -hmm. Pocatello and Twin. And yep. like she remembers getting like tons of snow. And See, so I grew up in, yeah. So many winters, they haven't even gotten like any. I know, right? I grew up in Nampa. My family's still there. That's where my mother in law is. grew up. All right. See, there we go. Or Cuna, actually. But yeah, right around. Oh, there. Cuna. Ooh. That Cuna has blown up recently. The, the secret's out on CUNA. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah, up here uh, there's so many people, they don't even plow if it's not, like if it's not even worth it, they don't, they no. don't plow if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't necessarily have to, you just keep driving on and pack it down. Just keep driving and pack down and it'll, it'll take care of itself. I don't even have a working lawnmower. I just put my horses on my lawn. That's how I keep my grass down. <laughs> Horses are more expensive than a lawnmower. Not if I don't have to spend my time going back and forth. That and the horses are my therapy. <laughs> oh, all right then. There we go. So what's been going on with you? What's what's new? I, your podcast shot up. Spectacular. Yeah. Uh... That's all. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Ready when you are. <laughs> 
بتونیم Hi everyone. Today I'm talking with Ben Moot about how he helps businesses through funnels with funnel strategy and funnel hacking. Ben is a Ben has been building funnels and design Ben has been building funnels and designing marketing strategies for the past 7 years for hundreds of clients. As an analyst first and a marketer second, Ben takes a scientific approach to growing businesses with funnels and is now redefining the industry with Funnel Prospector. Host of the podcast Hack That Funnel Radio, Ben is demystifying the science behind funnel hacking and how business can 3x their results in half the time. Welcome, Ben. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad you're here. So, can you tell us a little bit uh, about yourself, what you're doing? No, absolutely, absolutely. So, first off, thank you for having me on. We met at uh, a marketing event. Was it two, three years ago? Yeah. And so it's it's an absolute pleasure being on. So. Um, everyone's starting a podcast these days, and yours is going sky high. So I absolutely love it. So thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Um, so, yeah. So I graduated from college, never wanting to be an entrepreneur ever. Um, that was the absolute wrong direction for me. I wanted stability for my wife. I wanted to make sure everything was easy and taken care of. Um, there was a schedule, and I started my first job out of college. And wouldn't you know it? The bug bit me, and <laughs> that entire First year of working as an analyst at a large e-commerce business that everybody would know if I dropped the name. Um, I uh, I was at lunch, always listening to entrepreneurs, and I was reading books about entrepreneurship and being an innovator. I was like, Oh golly, Wally, I got <laughs> I got to do something. I can't just sit here like this is this is driving me insane. Uh, just being an analyst and not being able to make a difference outside of my, I didn't live in a cubicle. I was in a room and I was there to help a lot of people and it worked wonderfully. I love being an analyst, but there was something more. There was something that that business knew that no one was talking about except for a certain fellow named Russell Brunson. And uh, so I started listening to Russell Brunson. I started listening to a couple of other people who had pieces of this and big businesses, these big e-commerce businesses were using this growth hacking style of, of, uh, of growth where they tracked everything. And if you understood how to do the analytics, you could find out exactly where their money was made and how they did it. At one point, the CEO stood up and said, we know how to generate X percent growth. And we're going to guarantee it over the next year with marketing. And everyone said, Ooh, I don't know if that's a good idea. And they all freaked out and they kind of walked away. And I said, you can guarantee what? That's so cool. Right. I'm like, well, you can guarantee it. Like, you know, which knobs to push and which buttons to, to twist, you know, vice versa. Anyways, they know how to do it. Well, golly, I, we got to figure this out. I'm going to stop using golly, <laughs> but we moved over and they, I, I started trying to take on more marketing analysis. And as I did this, I was like, my goodness, why doesn't anybody know this? Nobody in small business America knows how to do this. And so after a year of in being in my profession, I left. And I started my business. Um, and so I started building out uh, websites and marketing systems for local businesses. Now, uh, we can talk about all the times I failed and I fell on my face. That's entrepreneurship. Uh, we can talk about all the times where you're sitting in the room and wondering, should I get a job or what should I do? That's just part of the journey. Um, and it's painful. <laughs> and it's not, I knew what I was signing up for because I'm like, you know what? I'm young. If it's there's a time to fail, it's now. 
And so I figured, let's just, let's just do it. So I jumped in, uh, we pushed, we pushed, we pushed. Eight years later, um, we, have, we have an agency, we have products, we have a podcast, we have, um, we have a YouTube channel, we have all these things that are just growing. And it's, it's become a real blessing, but the journey has been crazy um, to figuring out how to take those, those pieces that worked really well for that, really, really well for e-commerce businesses and growth hacking, apply them into what we call funnels. Um, just very simplified pages with one goal. So that way you can move somebody through a process and be able to monetize them and track everything simply and easily. So that way you can grow exponentially and scientifically. So that's what we're doing now. And there's a lot of people who sell funnels, a lot of people who build funnels. I happen to know a couple, uh, but there, um, we also do, we took it to a whole nother level at some point. We were working with customers and they weren't quite sure. They really wanted us to explode their business. And we were really excited about that. But if we were going to explode their business, I wanted to make sure we were delivering on absolute value and we were building on the best foundation. Like, so far, success was like here and there. It was miss. Um, there's there's got to be a right fit with the customer uh, and you and the business. And then there's got to be something else. There was some magical piece that I was missing. And so I started researching everything from when I was at the e-commerce business, everything I'd gone through and all the training. And I realized people in this niche don't do basic market research, what I like to call funnel hacking. And so for this customer, we went and we funnel hacked 18 competitors. We mapped out all of their processes. We distilled it down to the best steps that we saw overall, the best designs. We built all of them and we tested it and they broke the industry with the results they were getting. And so we went and did that in the dental industry, did the same thing. I was like, well, we're on to something. So at this point right now, every time we start working with a customer, we do what's called a funnel hack. We go and we research, we discover what's working. We go really, really deep into finding out what is the message, the offer, and the hook. What are the hook, story, and offer that are really taking this off? So once we figure out the hook, story, offer, we're able to blow it up. Everybody talks about if you're in the space, funnel hacking is this idea that you can model absolutely anything out there and you can copy it or come close to copying. Yes, that's true to a point. That's not what we do. Uh, we take what is working. It's not the pages. Funnels are just a really big catcher's mitt um, for all the attention that you're sending to it. So if you can get the attention, you can get the right mitt. The design doesn't matter as much. The messaging absolutely does. That hook, story, and offer are absolutely critical. And that's what's really been explosive and a lot of fun. So are those some of the common mistakes that you see your customers making, or is there a couple others as well? Well, I mean, that's a great question. So our customers often make the mistake of, number one, they just don't know where to turn. They've heard about funnels. They've heard about how to make this work. Uh, they've hired somebody else to do it because they're usually just too busy. Um, and so, which sucks, but that's fine. That's, if you're going to grow your business, you have to grow at some point by leveraging other people. So they're leveraging, they're doing a wonderful job of it, but they hire the wrong people who aren't following the basic steps that, and they're not taught. And so we're trying to make sure that those are taught, but uh, that's one of the mistakes that I definitely made when I got started. And I see all the other funnel builders and marketing strategies, uh, strategists around me having is that they really want to get the result and they know the skill of the build 
but they don't know the skill of how to actually make it work. And so there's a balance between the two. Um, in order to make that right catcher's mitt for all the attention you're about to throw at it, you need to look at the hook story and offer. You need to do the market research in order to figure that out. And that's boring, but it once, once you get in the groove, you don't want to stop. It, 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 it takes over your life. I'll do a funnel hack for a customer and I'll send them over hundreds of images and Excel files and all this stuff. And they open it up and they're like, okay, you're going to have to give me, you're going to have to give me a couple days and they will digest through it. And they then learn. And usually they come back with exactly what I told them our strategy should be, which is absolutely fine because now they've learned themselves. The fastest way to learn how to do this whole funnel thing, digital marketing, market research, Just go and do it right. Yeah. Cool. I am just going to switch gears on you a little bit. What's the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I guess I'd ever received is I was speaking with, uh, so I've been, I've been partnering with a couple different businesses here and there. I've been publishing in different Facebook groups, helping out in different products. Um, and the creator of Funnelytics, which was a million dollar, uh, almost $2 million business in a year, and then has now grown. Uh, it's taken on a lot of venture capital. It's an analytics company specifically for uh, funnel builders and for funnel systems. And uh, he, the CEO was talking to me and I was talking over strategy back and forth. And he said, Ben, you have to realize you're an analyst. All these numbers are people. And if you don't know the person, you're never going to get this right. And I was like, Ooh, take it all back. Everyone talks about when you start your marketing, you have to put it through, figure out what the, who the avatar is. And everyone just trying, oh yeah, somebody in their 50s or someone in their 30s, they have this much money to spend, they have this goal, they live in this kind of lifestyle. No, if, if you're gonna serve your customer, you have to know your customer as well as your best friend, at least in your mind. And if you can figure that out, it works. I had this drilled into me uh, by a friend just as I'm preparing for my, for my launch. Um, he said that on his, on his desktop background are the initials T-A-T-P. Think about the people. It's not about the product. It's all about how can you help? And if you can't help, you need to take a step back and find a way you can help because I guarantee you everybody can help somebody. I'm not saying everybody's a guru. Everybody can help somebody. And so finding out where you can help and what value you can give redefines what you're able to do. But you have to figure out first who you're going to help and how you're going to help them. And to do that, you've got to get belly to belly. You've got to get, you got to lock arms. you got to know who this person is. So who's your ideal client? That's a great question. I have <laughs> the number one mistake of marketing is to choose multiple. Um, but I do have multiple. Um, my ideal client is somebody who, well, I have two different businesses, essentially. It's the same business, but they're under the same umbrella. I have my agency, um, and that helps people who want the success that a funnel can bring, but they don't have the time to dedicate to it. And then I have the training courses. And so for the agency, my, my uh, avatar is somebody who, is, um, who has started multiple businesses. This is not their first rodeo. Uh, they've made money in them. They've had successful and unsuccessful businesses. 
And at this point, they understand what funnels are, they understand how they can grow, and they are ready to back it. Whether by passion, whether by pure focus, whether by grabbing attention, they're ready and they're going. Um, I don't work with anybody that doesn't have an asset already built, a way to get that attention. Whether that's they've got a lot of investor money or whether it's they're publishing, they've got a list, they've got all these different things. Those are the people that I work with right now because it's just a lot easier to help those people than somebody who's getting started. So to the person who's getting started, who has more time, needs to actually build that, I have two um, that I help. Because I teach market research or funnel hacking, I help two sets of people. I help agency builders be able to find the funnel that's going to work for their customers the best. And I also help the funnel builder who has no idea which funnel to build, how to actually get it to work, and they just want a shortcut to the entire system. I help that person, that person who's lost. So I have I have them painted out as well. But it's I help three different people, um, and each one is a very different angle. And so um, the goal right now with Funnel Prospector, which is where we teach people how to funnel hack appropriately and do market research, is um, and not the boring way. This is fun. Um, that is uh, that is mainly focused on agency owners and funnel builders, and it sells to both. Um, so it gives them the value that they need, so that way they can exponentially grow a lot faster. We found that when we put a funnel hack into our client systems, we can get them results or three times the results in half the time. I used to take like three months in order to get this thing to work. Now it takes maybe a month, and the profits come a lot faster. So it's been a game changer for us. And we're like, shoot, it's time to get this word out because everybody's missing it and no one's talking about it. That's cool. So those ideal customers that you have right now, how do they normally find you? Like not, not just saying That's like, this is my website, type it in, but how do they normally hear about you and know about you? No, no. Right. Well, it's like your podcast talks about, it's all about getting attention, right? It's all about, getting in front of people. You can do that with ads. You can do that with, um, with other more time-consuming ways. Um, what I've been doing is I've been partnering with a lot of businesses. Um, so my, my target audience is on Facebook. Um, they, they dabble on YouTube, but they're on Facebook. They're on Facebook and they're usually inside of a bunch of groups and they're all jazzing each other up, trying to talk about how they're going to make all this work. That's for, not for the agency side, this is for the product. They're all jazzing each other up, making this work. If they're an agency, they're hopping on every once in a while just because they have friends over there. They've gotten a little busier. They can't quite manage it, but they still want the community. And so my community is in Facebook. So what I did, whether or not I was smart enough to realize what I was doing, I started partnering with these people who had large Facebook groups. And I started to show people what funnel hacking is. And we walked through the basics and I wasn't teaching, I was showing like, by the way, this is X, Y, Z. This is how they did it. This is how it works. So I started doing that. And I've done that for over the, for the last two years. <laughs> and it's gotten me in front of a lot of people, a lot of people. I liked being the unknown when you're a small business person and you don't want to grow. It's kind of nice and comfortable to be unknown. But when you have something that can actually make a difference, you need to be known. Either you need to be known or your brand needs to be known. And so we turned it up and we've been in more Facebook groups. We've been giving more value and we've started pushing everything over to the YouTube channel, which is growing. But once again, it's not where my, my audience lives. And so we are 
playing in that arena because some of the audience lives there, but most mostly in Facebook. So getting in front of them is a lot of Facebook Lives. Facebook Lives specifically going over something unique. It's not like me talking to the camera. I could do that. That's not a problem. I acted on stage for like 14 of years. I love being on stage, but singing, dancing, acting, I love it. But <laughs> it's not about just being on camera. Most of the time, they don't even see my face. I'm just there to bleed out value, show them what's possible, give them a path. And they just go, Ben gives value. Ben, that's all I want in their head. Ben equals value. Because if I can show that Ben, funnel prospector, hack that funnel radio, all those pieces, they just give value. The minute that we have that product to be able to provide to them, it explodes. So, but there's also, there's also an interesting twist to that. Um, I interviewed Blake Newbar. Blake Newbar is a friend. We've done a couple of projects together and uh, we've had a couple talks and he was telling me on an interview that I did with him that you can do all of the, uh, all of the uh, getting in front of people, all the publishing, all the being on podcasts, all of that that you want. No one's really going to care until you have something that you can sell then. And no one's going to care unless you can change their life in a way that they can purchase and stand into that new identity. And that's what you need to do, Ben. So I was like, oh gosh. So launching the product. So that's exciting. Totally exciting. You'll have to keep us updated on how that goes. Yeah, absolutely. So what are a few big goals that you're hoping to achieve in the next one to two years? In the next one to two years, what big goals are we looking to achieve? Honestly, this, this think about the people has literally changed everything. I never, like you, you go to these marketing events for, in the funnel space and they hold up these million dollar awards. They won XYZ or they, they made XYZ million with this one funnel. They made one, they made 10, they made a hundred million. It's, it's, you know, they, they absolutely love it. It's a coveted thing. Everyone turned to me like, Ben, you should have one of those already because I'm giving value. And like, I go to these events and people are like, Ben Moot. And it's, it's, it's cool. It's kind of weird, but it's cool. Um, that transition into growing into a bigger business. But at this point, <laughs> everybody said, you should have one of those. And I said, I don't want one of those. I want to be a small business. I just want to take care of myself until everybody clamored for the result. And I had to think about them first. I want to be comfortable. <laughs> that's that's what that's where we all live and so for the past seven eight years all i've wanted was to create that comfortable lifestyle for my family um, where my wife can do what she wants which is uh, at this point animal rescue we have nine dogs two cats and we're fostering 21 other cats right now so it's and all all in our home and and we have we have a couple of acres and you know we have a shop and so you know it's not totally crazy and mayhem but it's what she loves to do. And it gave her that ability and we found comfort. But at some point it comes to, you have to grow beyond that. And I've been wondering what I wanna do because I don't really care about the award. When you actually start to look at the people you serve and the people you surround yourself with, the question becomes, how can you help them? When you think about the people, when you put the people first, it redefines everything. The monetary goals don't mean as much. So in the next one to two years, we'll have multiple two comic club awards or a million dollar awards from ClickFunnels. Easy. 
in the next two years, agency is going to be a lot bigger. It's going to have uh, teams working together. In the next two years, um, we will have shifted not just to teaching people how to funnel hack, but we'll be giving people a simplified path. So it doesn't matter if you are a geek in, in the funnel space, in the digital marketing space, or if you're a beginner. There will be one simplified path. And we're laying the foundation for all of this. So there's going to be a lot of growth happening in the next couple of years. It's going to be ex really exciting, but it really, it's, it's mostly exciting because I get to hear from people and I get to connect with people. Um, when I was in high school, I did all, all those, you know, in high school and college, I was a people person, loved being around them. And I, I was on stage and all that, but the minute that I was on stage and I came off stage, I felt awkward because I didn't want people to think that they couldn't relate to me and just talk. And so I would brush all the attention off and wait till they forgot about me and then go make friends. Because in all honesty, I didn't want anybody to feel like I was around me. Now, that's me controlling myself and I've had to get over a lot to do so. But today, it's all about the people. And that's more exciting than any venture that I've had so far. So I'm, I'm very excited. That's good. It helps you achieve your goal. Yeah. What would be a big roadblock that's stopping you from achieving that? That's a funny question. The biggest roadblock that's going to stop you, if, if you are, there's two directions um, that I'm going to take. One is from talking to many me, that person who wants to grow and is unable to. Talk from that person first because I live and I've lived in that person more often. The next is from the person who is actually able to grow and is looking for that next turnkey thing to just turn on because they've done it before. To the person who is living in the mini me, uh, the person who wants to grow, who wants to do all these things, who's on the Facebook groups, who are on YouTube, who are on podcasts, all these different places, looking for that way to just get that edge, to get that growth, to hit that comfort level. The number one thing that's stopping you is your willingness to work on your brain, work on your mind. It's, it's the weirdest thing ever. Um, I've had a friend recently who's reached out and we've been working together to, we, we've been doing a lot of coaching on working through my mindset and it has changed the entire direction of my business. And it's exploded everything. But none of that would have mattered at all beforehand. I liked living in that comfort. Getting to that was a lot of sweat and a lot of hours. And I work more hours than I would ever work at any job. And I'm probably paid less in that place than any job would pay me. And I'm the worst boss you could ever have. Uh, and so I've, I've put myself out of the public market, put myself in my own little private market, became my worst boss, give myself horrible hours and pay myself less. And that's, that's where we all live. The only way to get out of that is to discipline, to be louder. Number two, how to give more value. Number three, how to charge what you are worth. Get louder, charge what you're worth and provide more value. 
threw the order off. But that those are the big things that really were, were huge roadblocks for me. And they've been changing everything drastically. It's not about the digital. You can talk about all the things that are that are blocking you digitally. Oh, if I only had a funnel. Oh, if I could only figure out what's working X, Y, Z. Those are resource problems. You can figure that out if your head is in the right spot and it's looking for it. That's my goal. I'm creating those resources. For everyone who's on the podcast, with you, if you're still listening right now, hi. Um, this is about how to get what you want. And what you want is all about your head. Now, for the person who is ready to grow, really, it's just finding that right person and being willing to learn in that system. Uh, I work with customers all the time. Uh, our team works with customers all the time. And what we've discovered is <laughs> there are two different types of customers. You have one customer that has done all this before. They're excited. They are passionate. Both of these people are passionate. They're excited. They're passionate. They are ready to move forward. And the minute you start working with them, they start doing research and they start telling you how you need to do your job. And once they start telling you how to do their job, everything starts to fall apart and they can't figure out why. It's person number one. And there needs to be that guidance, yes, but there also needs to be some teachability. There are people who spent years saturating all of this information for you. Use them as a sponge. Take that person and put them right where you need them for that one piece, but put them there. And that's what the other person does. The other person is extremely passionate. They're excited. They have a more realistic mindset of what's possible and how it might fail which you have to with every entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial venture. And then they take that to the last step, which is they listen. And it's not a big ask, but when they listen and when they're willing to learn, when I give them the funnel hack, they go through it and they go, oh my gosh, Ben, I didn't realize X, Y, Z, uh, all these different pieces and how this works. Da, 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 da. Once you and I are able to have that conversation, client, client and, and, and uh, an agency, once we're able to do that, there's a synergy there that will take it much farther than anywhere else. And that's something that's cultivated at every step. Once we get into ads, well, how is this working? Is there something that we could do better? Um, what are the pieces they're doing? It's all about asking the right questions. And allow that person to pull the greatness out of themselves, but guide them with the questions of what you need. And it works so much better. An agency is an employee that you have hired, that has systems, that has resources, that have people that accelerate what your employee could never do. That's an agency, but you still need to treat it as an employee in many ways. You don't have to do the training. You don't have to be the, the holy cow person, but you do need to be able to create that synergy of working together. It, it changes the entire profitability on the back end. So true. So true. And it was funny when you were like, yeah, I was my worst boss. I gave myself the worst hours, the worst pay. <laughs> I think that's something that um, a lot of other entrepreneurs struggle with, especially at the beginning, for sure. Absolutely. So you had mentioned um, kind of partnering up or collaborating with other big names and big people mm -hmm. and then doing Facebook Lives and stuff like that. Is there anything else that you're also doing to get visible or is that just kind of it? 
That's a great question. No, I am doing other things. Um, so I'm doing my own. So I'm doing Facebook lives and other people's groups. I'm giving value in their courses. I am giving value in, um, in their communities, but I'm also reaching out to those people who are those businesses own business owners. We're getting on coaching calls. I'm creating relationships. Everyone talks about this idea of a dream 100. If you haven't heard about it before, it was pushed by Chet Holmes who brilliantly implemented it. And the idea is that you go and you find people who have more resources and you have the customer that you need, you build a relationship with them. And then upon building that relationship with them, you do a joint venture opportunity where you split the revenues and they promote your offer. Um, it's an amazing system and it works, but it requires a building of a relationship. It is not just the, it's not just the, hey, I've got XYZ, do you want to? Um, you have to build that, that value. And often the way to get in that door is to give more than anybody else will give. So when uh, software is coming out, if you love the entrepreneur, you see where it's going, you go and you buy it, you use it like crazy, you tell everybody why it's amazing, and you give back to the community, that gets the attention of the person who is making all the decisions. That decision maker will then ask you for help, literally. Can you do X, Y, Z? By the way, hey, thank you so much. Absolutely. Is there, what can I do that would help your community the most? Oh, they, they'll die for that. Because you're giving them something for free. You're not an employee. You, at this point, it's just helping, helping one another. So I built out those relationships and, and was able to do all of the, all the different Facebook lives and things for that. But I've also done a couple other things. I've decided to get louder myself in my business. Uh, a lot of brands are afraid to put themselves as the face. Uh, if that is your concern, you need to define what the face is going to be. If the face is gonna be human or if the face is gonna be a brand. If it's gonna be a brand, there's a whole other strategy for that. But if it's gonna be human, you or whoever that person needs to be, needs to stand in front of the camera. They need to be willing to be a little charismatic. They need to be willing to be a little goofy and a little ridiculous and to be loud on multiple platforms often. The CEOs of the fastest growing SaaS company without any investor backed funds, any, any VC backed funds, the CEO is the marketer. He's the attention grabber. He is everywhere. And so um, following his advice, um, I started my own podcast. I started a YouTube channel. I started publishing more often on Facebook. I started uh, actually emailing the list that I had um, because I love the clients that are on my agency side. These other ones, I've wanted to help, but I've never really figured out how can I actually give them something that's gonna change their lives. And uh, that's all clicked. So at this point, um, <laughs> I think I've rambled a little bit. I believe I'm off question, I'm off topic, but Editor, edit this out. The best way to get attention that I have found is to go and find somebody who has what you're looking for and find a way to partner by giving them value. It has made everything exponentially easier. Learning how to publish on a totally new platform 
It's different with every platform. What works on your podcast isn't going to work on YouTube. And if you try to make it work on both, neither scale at all. So you have to be dedicated. And if you can't be dedicated to that and that strategy, you don't have the team to help you with that, go and build those relationships. Go give some value and define who you're going to create those relationships with. Uh, people that you could walk over, give a hug, and uh, be amicably happy with everything that you've been able to do together. It doesn't have to be all free. starts off free. But build out those relationships. Um, that would be my number one suggestion. Absolutely. Thank you. I just have two more questions that I, well, so far that I know that I want to ask. We'll see. <laughs> sure. Um, what is the best advice that you have ever given? <laughs> mm, that's always a crazy question. The best advice that I have ever given somebody. That is an excellent question because it's making me think really hard about everything I've done. Honestly, probably the best advice I've ever given somebody, and this is speaking to those who are unsure of their, unsure if they're able to be comfortable, those who are unsure if they're able to actually scale and make it. is simply a validation that they're worth every sand in the sea. And learning to live in a willingness to believe that you have worth changes everything. Everything that I've done, like if I, if I were to look over my entire life and all the advice, that would be it. Uh, is the every time I've been able to love somebody and just care for that individual, everything else works out. It works out. Um, that's the best advice you can give somebody is literally, it, it's not so much advice as, as just sharing the moment with somebody, to be present, to care, to give. Um, and if you can't do that, it's going to be hard to do a lot of other things. Um, I had a friend tell me, we're going to move this into business now. I had a friend who told me that, Ben, if you don't see your digital business as a physical business where you have to walk in each day, you have to turn on the lights, you have to make sure all the systems are working, you have to make sure that the doors are unlocked, you have to welcome customers as they walk in personally. If you cannot see your business as that, if you cannot see it personal, it will not exist. Because your job, everything existed first physically, emotionally. And if you disconnect that, you just want to be digital, you've cut off <laughs> your stream of customers entirely. You have to be personable. You have to be connected. And so for me, the best advice that I've given somebody is literally to tell them to remember that they are loved and then to show them that. On business, the best advice that I've given somebody is to, I guess I, there's a part two to the first. Um, the number one way to, to love to live in that area of love yourself is to go and give it. If, if, if you're having a bad day, go hug somebody who needs it more than you do. And suddenly your day is filled and it, it's much more giving. Find a way to give. So that's step number one. Number two, for business. If you're in business, 
get to know your customer, become friends with your customers, because that redefines everything. Uh, if you can do that and you can actually care for that customer the way you would care for that person, it all changes. And that's, that's me personally. That's the best advice that I've given other people. And we have spent, I have spent hours with customers defining that avatar. Who is that person that they absolutely love? And often once we get to that person, they say, oh my gosh, this is like X, Y, Z. And they know the person. They know that person. And when they can connect that person to their avatar, suddenly like, I am here to help so-and-so. And it changes everything. But like, it's suddenly everything's clear. How do you move forward? It's already predefined. <laughs> you move forward to help that person, which means all your messaging around that person's needs. You wouldn't do anything that would be weird to that person. Your whole goal is to be friends, create that friendship. And yes, it's digital and yes. And this does seem a little fluffy, but it is, it is the answer. Go and connect and it'll make all the difference in the world because that's what people are really wanting. Yeah, they want to be... Okay. The thing that's coming to mind, I have a few, but one of them is like being liked for who they are and acknowledged for mm -hmm. who they are. Yeah, yep. being real with them. No, absolutely. And you can give that. You can give that to people, but also finding a way to help them live in that themselves. Let them be, learn how to stand on their own two feet. If they can figure that out, they become machines. They become massive influencers. They start giving. And suddenly, you see this wave around you. And it's a beautiful thing. But first, you need to learn how to live there yourself. And then you need to learn how to do it. And there, that's a whole, whole nother realm. Um, <laughs> that's, that's super, super deep. Um, but if we're going back to just business and just creating that, go connect with your customer and find somebody who's your customer. Honestly, uh, for beginning agencies, I often tell them, go and find that one person that you're going to serve, get them results, and then become their best friend. Because that person, you're going to look for them everywhere else. And that's your job. You go and you find that person over and over and over and over and over again. That's your job. But you have to know who that person was and be able to just stamp that result everywhere you go. So that's stamp the result, stamp the same system. So that's the, that's the agency owner success model is, and, and honestly for courses too, whatever you're going to do, go build that. Awesome. Thank you. Where can people find more about you and what you do? Absolutely. So right now, the best way to, to follow us is probably on our podcast, Hack That Funnel Radio. Um, if you want to learn more about it, you want to see the YouTube, go to hackthatfunnelradio.com. Um, at the end of the month, we are launching our new product that's specifically for agency owners and people looking for the right funnel for themselves. And, um, and it will, if you have an agency and they're trying to go and you just haven't figured it out, this will help them grow as well. So go and tell them. Um, but we're launching that at the end of the month and it's called funnelprospector.com. We're teaching people how to mine out the results through research and how to actually make this work and provide a couple of done, done for you packets that are going to make this simpler, faster, and uh, easier than ever. Awesome. Thank you, Ben. And thank you so much for being on today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And we'll have to stay in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Have As always. Good.
Have a great day. You too. Bye, everyone. Bye.